It is time for the Dr. Ron report over the Sunrise Medical, the Sunrise Wellness Center, ladies and gentlemen. You go to the website, check it all out. Uh, everything that's talked about in this segment, you don't hear anywhere else. You really don't. It's being talked about. The great knowledge of Dr. Sinagra and the immune system and what you need to build it up in order to ward off what's out there right now. The viruses and everything else. Uh, very important conversation. You don't hear anywhere else but on this station and this particular segment. Go to that site, Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. And to get a free consultation uh, with a good man, you can call 631-563-1444. If they're brief respite, happy to have back in the fold. That's Dr. Ronald Sinagra of the Sunrise Wellness Center. And a good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning, Jay. How are you? All right. I am doing very well. You okay? What's happening with you? Things are good. Uh, it was a winter break last week, so we took Serafina out around Long Island, went out to Montauk and Greenport and Shelter nice. and yeah, get her to see a little bit of Long Island and a uh, nice cool walk, uh, cold walks on the beach. It was fun. Nice time. Yeah. Love that stuff. Love that stuff. Hopefully she enjoyed it. You had some decent weather. Yeah, so it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was. I love Eastern Long Island. Is, is just nothing like one of the it, nicest right? places in the world. You know what it is. I, I remember doing this a couple of years ago. Um, you know, we we had a we had a day off the wife and I, and we took a trip out to Montauk. You know, just to kind of uh, walk the Main Street area and then a little bit of the beaches. Uh, and had a little lunch. You know, it's just so nice to kind of, you know, this is where we live. You know, and, yeah, that uh, was very special. It, it, it really it, is. It, this, it, it, listen, with all the negativity and everything else, people leaving can't afford it and everything else. Listen, I get it, without question. There's been a lot of changes, but there is something about Long Island and and all that exists that you just can't pull it apart. You really can't. So now I agree a hundred. Good job, and you're in there. So I brought you some good stuff this week. Um, you know, we the, the first part of the year, in, in really in January and the first part of February, yeah. we talked about uh, rebuilding the immune system and, and ways to optimize immune function. And I think that was, I got a lot of positive feedback from that. I thought it was real good. And so, I, you know, I wanted to keep bringing different topics for your listeners um, that they might not hear in other places. Yeah. So um, I just know when... When, when I deal with sick patients in my office, I mean chronically ill patients, um, people with very long histories of uh, of illness, the one thing that we always try to do is to is to jolt the body. In other words, it seems our bodies get on this path and, and we they get stuck and they're they're in this groove of poor physiology. And we got to jolt them out of it and, and, and shock the system and jolt it to, to get their body and their physiology to change. And there's two really powerful ways to do that. And the first one is just mind-blowing. It's fasting. Extended fasting is just by far the most powerful tool you have in, in healing yourself. And the second one is, is cold water immersion you know, uh, what they call uh, cold hydrotherapy. And it's really getting popular now. You, you'll see a lot. There's actually cold water bath places. There's a couple mm, like of cryo, Something like cryotherapy? Doc, I'm like, sorry? Is it called cryotherapy? 
Uh, it's it, different types, but this is more, I think the, the term they use for this is cold water immersion. Okay. Um, and Or cold hydrotherapy. Uh, there's, there's many different firm, uh, uh, terms for it, uh, but it's getting very popular. And it's uh, what we're learning now is that exposure to the cold yeah. has incredible health benefits. Uh, research is showing that exposure, especially children, enhances immune function. Now, I remember my grandmother telling us a story. She was born in 1908, but she said when she was a kid, so probably, you know, 1916, 1920, when someone in the family was sick, they'd put them outside on the porch in a cold room and they'd cover their bodies with blankets to keep the body warm. Mm-hmm. But their head and, and their and their mouth was exposed to the very cold. Mm. So they were breathing in that cold air. And I, I just funny, I just thought of that uh, as I was going over my show this morning. And I wonder how that had an impact on this. But let's go back to where this started from. And I, and I sent you a picture of Wim Hof this morning. You did, you did. I was interested. Yeah, well, this guy, for the listeners, if you look up a gentleman by the name of Wim Hof, his first name is Wim, W-I-M, last name Hof, H-O-F. He's a Dutch man. He's like 64 years old. And he is just one of the most amazing human beings to, to ever walk the planet. He does things in the cold that scientists were blown away with. And I sent you a picture of him. He actually, he climbed Mount Everest. He summited Mount Everest in shorts with no te- with no shirt. Mm. I- I've seen videos of it. You're like, uh, uh, what? You know, you ever see people climbing, they're, they're in their parker and all that gear. Mm-hmm. He did it in shorts with, with no shirt. Yeah. He ran a half marathon in the Arctic Circle barefoot. Uh, I sent you a picture of him doing the marathon in the desert. Uh, correct? Was it, was it a marathon or a half marathon? Yeah, I think it was a half. Maybe a half. Yeah, I think it was a half. He did it in the desert with no training. Uh, the other thing that he did... That and, and hydration cool. only as a beer afterwards? How is that possible? I, I don't know. You know, they, filled, they took a big glass cylinder and they put him in it. They filled it with ice up to his neck. And they put all these sensors on his body. And they kept him in the ice for 112 minutes. And his core body temperature never dropped. So, with this, and his story is very sad, too. Uh, he lost his wife to suicide. And he had three or four young children. And he, it, she was the love of his life. You should, for the listeners, look up his story. Very sad, but very moving. And he, one day, where he lived in Northern European, he's from Holland, uh, he jumped into a cold stream, yeah. and he said that that, that jolt, that, that pain of that cold, all of a sudden he felt relief, and he felt his pain go away, and he felt his heartache go away, and that's where this all started from. So, interesting story on Wim Hof, but he developed these breathing techniques for the cold, and now he teaches people that he says anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. So what we have now is that we're learning the physiology of this cold and what happens. And it's got to do with brown fat. Brown fat, we have two types of fat in our body. We have brown fat and white fat. Brown fat's amazing. It breaks down blood sugar and fat molecules to create heat. And it helps maintain our body temperature. Cold temperatures activate brown fat. 
which leads to many positive metabolic changes in the body, including the production of many hormones. Right. Most fat, however, is white fat, which is stored as energy reserves, and that's too much of white fat is what leads to obesity. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, fasting uh, induces the browning of white fat. Uh, fasting is amazing. We'll, we'll, we'll do a whole show on that in the future. But this this whole idea of this of where this comes from, it started with Wim Hof, but what, what they're learning now is that we're, we're too soft. We shield our kids from cold. We, we use, you know, put, put a hat on, you'll get the flu. Uh, don't go outside, it's cold. You know, I, you know, it's kind of funny. I remember girls at the bus stop when I was in high school, and their hair would freeze because they'd come from the shower and go right to the bus stop. You, you, you think of what was? You think you could see a girl standing on the bus stop with frozen hair today? <laughs> yeah, it would be uh, it would be an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> so, and what they're really learning now is that our lives versus our ancestors are way too comfortable. We got heated seats and heated steering wheels and preheated cars and heated floors and air conditioning and too much food and you know and we can lead this comfy life and we've become too soft and that we actually need to become uncomfortable to to regain the benefits of our genetic heritage and our evolutionary environment. We gotta you know, if you look back and it's funny, I, I mean I, I think what we're dealing with now is many illnesses that we deal with are illnesses of comfort, diabetes, yeah. obesity, even some cancers. Uh, but if you look back, we, you know, we always wanted to give our, our grandparents, our, our parents, we wanted to give our kids what we didn't have. I know my parents used to say that, my grandparents used to say it. And then we got to the point where we gave them too much. And that's when we created the little monsters that we have in our society. Uh, you know, we, then we realized that that's not a good thing to give everybody. Um, and I think as a society, as a, as a race, you know, humans, we wanted, we wanted to make this hard, hard life that we live yeah. comfortable. We wanted, uh, we wanted indoor bathrooms. We wanted, you know, we wanted heated homes. We, we wanted comfort. And I think now what we've realized, and this is where this cold water immersion theories are coming from, is that we've gone too far the other way. And that by not being cold, by not, by living such a comfortable life, that we actually are causing negative effects in our body. That by producing, by, by being in such harsh environments at certain times actually has dramatic health benefits. Um, and, you know, even if you look back to just prior to World War II, I mean, we were cold more, we were hungry more, we exercised more. I mean, you know, if you... Well, we back, ate uh, better. We didn't... I'll tell you one thing. Uh, we didn't have the obesity crisis that we have now uh, yeah, with all the bad food and choices that are out there for all of us that are on the run. I mean, we didn't have that back in the day, huh? No, you know, again, we're dealing now, and I and I think this was an, an inevitable thing. You, you know, you try to correct something, and then you realize once you get it, you, you the the negatives of that. You know, so we wanted comfort. 
and we wanted, you know, we wanted, we wanted not to be hungry. So, you know, we, so we've created all these things, and we have a constant food supply, and we have, you know, all these cushy things, and we have food delivery, and there's delis and Chinese food places and pizza parlors and fast food restaurants on every corner. Mm-hmm. And we're dealing with now the consequences of excess and too much. And what they're finding with these cold water therapies is our genetic history is cold. And our genet- and when we bring our body back in there, back to some of these conditions that we, uh, that we had to endure, that it actually triggers positive physiological changes to our health. I mean, you know, like I said, you go back to prior to World War II, you know, there, there was a lot. To, go, go back 100 years before that. Go back to the 1840s. Uh, you know, what were their lives like? Yeah. I often think today, if we took the, the, the young men in today's society and we put them in the Continental Army in Valley Forge, what Washington and his men went through, I don't think any of them would survive. I just think we've become that soft. Um, so, probably it, right. it, you know, it, it's, and, and again, I don't, I don't think anyone could foresee this. I think that that's just an inevitability of, of, you know, progress. And then you, you, you want to solve something and you, and then you realize when you look back, you go, wait a minute. There's a consequence for a cushy life. There's a consequence for having all of this excess. So, you know, our bodies, from our evolutionary past, expect cold. And it really does change our physiology for the good. Without cold water exposure, we lose brown fat. And this type of fat keeps us warm. When we get cold, it also helps us burn calories. Brown fat is activated in cold temperatures. So it cleans glucose from your bloodstream uh, to keep you warm. And if you don't get enough cold, you lose your brown fat. It also changes hormones. Uh, brown fat is uh, is phenomenal at rebalancing hormones. It protects your brain. Uh, brown fat releases something called brain-derived neuroprotective factor, which I didn't even know about, to be honest. I just read this when I was putting together this lecture for the, today. And this stimulates growth of new neurons in the brain. It raises testosterone in men. And we know that we have a low testosterone problem in our society, and we see it. Uh, and, and that's been talked about on, on many different venues uh, of, of how we are lowering the testosterone from uh, toxins in our food and everything else affecting it, but the cold weather actually raises our testosterone. So cold hydrotherapy is giving the, the, the cold stimulation that our body's evolutionary design was expected to have. And it, it really does keep you healthy. So it, it's just interesting that babies, when they're born, are loaded with brown fat. I remember when Serafina was born, she looked like the Michelin man. You know, those, that, those round, the most adorable, uh, uh, you know, fat rolls that babies yeah. have. That's brown fat. And by age 45, 95% of Americans have zero detectable brown fat. Comfort in an easy life is doing our bodies no good. So, you know, think of it this way, you know, and I, this is a really good way of looking at it. You know, for our whole evolutionary past, life was difficult. Life was hard. 
I mean, there was no exercise in in the 1840s. <laughs> Life was exercise. Why do we exercise? Why do we go to the gym? Because we can actually live a cushy life where we just get up, sit at a desk chair at work, go home, sit on a couch, do it again. That wasn't the way it was. Uh, we were cold. We moved more. It was part. I mean, we were cold every day in the winter. The, the, part of our life, part of our day, during the cold months, we were cold every day. We're not cold anymore. I'm not cold. I go from my house to my warm car to my warm office, back to my warm. What am I, cold for eight seconds walking to the, from the building to the car or from the car to the building? So it, when you look at it that way, Jay, and what do you think of that whole, that whole concept? I love it. You know, I love it. I think it's good. Listen, the cold is great for you. I remember the days when I used to go to football games with my dad at Chase Stadium. And, and I could still feel it, you know, sitting up there in the section with the wind. It would, you know, be like 10 below zero when you're sitting up there. Uh, you, you, of course, the cold is good for you, without question. I mean, shoveling snow and ice, as we all have on the island and everything else, being out there for hours, no snow plow or anything else. I did it the old-fashioned way. It is good for you. Cold yeah, it is, is good for it you. Is. You know what and, I, and let me, I even let me do? Show you, how, you know what I do right you know what, now? I'm going to make this a two-part. We'll, we'll do it again next week. Because but you know what I do also? Into. But let me I tell you something. But I want to leave everybody with this today before we go. Doc, hold how on. How actually Doc, works. Hold on. Listen. You know what I do? In, when I'm in the shower, right, I'm done. Before I get out of there, I put the cold water on. Ice cold water. And I stand there. I try and stand there for at least a minute. It is the that's, most, that's that's amazing for your health. That really is, is the most invigorating me, thing. I advise everybody to do it. Hopefully, you're healthy and a, you got a good heart and everything else. Don't go crazy. But the thing <laughs> is, it invigorates me, and I am ready to rock on any well, given day. That's something I practice. The, go ahead. The way this happens is when when you enter the cold water, the thermoreceptors in your skin send a signal to your brain. And, and this triggers the fight-or-flight response. You know, like when a dog's hair goes up, when it's a fight-or-flight is a, a, a defense mechanism that right. every mammal has. And, you know, bear, run, mugger, fight. It, it, in an instant, it changes your physiology so you either can run for your life or fight for your life. So that's our self-preservation. And it's called fight-or-flight. And it's a sympathetic nerve response. Well, when you hit that cold water, when you go into a 35-degree bath, you trigger that sympathetic response, and you start to gasp. <gasps> you start to gasp for air. And that is that gasping means you've triggered that sympathetic response. Um, and you've totally engaged your fight or flight. Now, you also have a parasympathetic parasympathetic response in the body. It's called rest and digest. And what happens when you jump into the water, after a few, about 30 seconds, you start to trigger uh, the dive reflex. Now, the dive reflex is, you know when you're in a swimming pool and you dive underwater and you get comfortable and now you, you, you feel your heart rate slow down and you're, you're not using as much oxygen, and you can get really comfortable swimming underwater for a little bit. Yeah. That's called the dive reflex. That's a parasympathetic response. So when you jump into the water, and, this, and Wim Hof 
teaches you the breathing so you can stop that gasp and then you can really calm yourself down and this way you can stay emerged for the two to three minutes that they recommend but either way when you trigger the gasp you're triggering sympathetic and then after 30 seconds in the cold water you trigger the dive reflex which is the parasympathetic mm -hmm. so you're triggering both sim both systems and you get an adrenaline rush from the dive reflex and the parasympathetic, excuse me, from the sympathetic. So you're getting an adrenaline rush from that gasping and the sympathetic, and then you get a dopamine rush from the parasympathetic and the dive reflex. So you're triggering both systems at the same time. And that is very, very rare. And that's that jolt to the physiology that we like. And when people come out of this water, they're like, whoa. They, they, they say it's like you snap back into life. They go, everything comes alive. Um, it, you know, it, they, they say their brain becomes clear. I mean, it, it's supposedly a euphoric type of thing. Um, and it has positive physiologic effects on our body in many ways that we're just starting to understand. But I love the whole concept of going back to our genetic history, our evolutionary past. That just makes such good sense. <laughs> you know, the, these cushy lives that we have, uh, they have a cost. And we, every once in a while, we need to just make ourselves uncomfortable. We're too comfortable. No, you're right. And especially if you're sick. If you're having health issues, you know, you've got to dramatically do things differently. You've got to change your diet. You may have to fast. You may have to, oh, yeah, I don't want to go in cold water immersion. Yeah. Really? You want to be healthy? So um, I just thought it was an interesting topic. And no, it's a great topic. When I come back on, I'm, I'll, I'll give more of the exact changes to our physiology and some of the health benefits. Like cold water immersion supercharges our mitochondria, and you know we've discussed mitochondria a lot in the show and how important that is. So it, it, next week we'll, we'll, we'll visit cold immersion part two, but I, I thought it was a fascinating topic, and I think the listeners, look up this guy Wim Hof. He, it, it, it's going to blow your mind. The story about him, the story about him and his wife is very sad, but how how that sadness and despair led to him to discover the benefits of the cold water immersion is quite amazing. Yeah, I think one of the most important things you said was towards the end right there, my friend, and that is we are too comfortable, way too comfortable as a group, uh, and there's too many choices out there. You know, it's too easy for us. we got to get back to the old ways, the basics from way back uh, about trying to push ourselves a little bit more. But uh, we've become a, a very lazy society. That's the bottom line. And I mean, you know, I think also with children, Jay, we, you know, we realized, you know, every parent wanted to give their kids what they didn't have. And then it got to the point when we realized, you know what? The more we give our kids is not a good thing. No. And, and it, you know, you end up creating, you know, spoiled children with no appreciation. And so I, I think we're, we're learning the, the flip side of, of success. The reason we have all this stuff is because we were successful as a species. We, you know, we went from less than one billion in 1900 to six billion in in, in 2000. In a hundred years, 
what our population grew immensely because th- that's a, we were successful yeah. at, at creating a society and, and thriving. And one of those benefits was creating comfort. But there's a flip side to it. Uh, too much excess, not enough exercise, too many, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, too much food, uh, all the things, you know, too much drink, too much, too much partying, too, too much everything. And it, it's not a good thing. It is not. It is uh, out of control. And uh, you made another uh, great segment of conversation, I'll tell you that much. And, again, everything that is talked about, you can you go to the, uh, Dr. Ron's website, sunrisewellnesscenterli.com, and don't forget, call for a free consultation. I already had uh, somebody – uh, who I know very well, uh, said that, uh, you know what, uh, I got to call Dr. Ron. So, uh, that's, listen, he's, he's made an impact there. When all else fails, you go to him or whatever. All right. You don't even have to wait till failure. Go to him because he's that good. Six three one five six three fourteen forty four. Uh, get on his calendar. Uh, he is an amazing guy. I'm telling you an amazing guy. Can't thank you enough, my friend. Good to have you back. Yeah, good to be back, and I'll speak to you next week. Stay safe, stay happy. I'll see you there, buddy.